Today's stories. New York starts to crack down on the legacy market. 300,000 plus Americans arrested for possession in 2020 despite widespread legalization. You can bring weed to Kentucky, but options are limited. And Brittany Griner moved to penal colony. Hi there, this is Neil Velio, host of the Cannabis Daily Podcast. Since 2017, Business of Cannabis has highlighted the companies, brands, people, and trends driving the cannabis industry. A reminder, we're releasing content from the Business of Cannabis New York event as additional podcast episodes. Get access to them all by visiting businessofcannabis.com and clicking on the tab for Cannabis Daily. Now, let's get into today's stories. Our first story. There have been concerns that New York's legal market could suffer the same fate as California, where the illicit market continues to thrive under legalization. Now the state is trying to set an example to grey market operators, according to Leafly. With two arrests on Wednesday, two dispensary busts in the same week, the operations is aiming to set an example to grey market operators ahead of dispensary licenses being announced next week. The operation was a joint effort between the New York City Sheriff's Office, the Department of Consumer and Worker Protection, the Office of Cannabis Management, and NYPD. This industry is going towards legality, towards regulation. It will be a multi-billion dollar industry that they'll not be a part of because of mistakes that they're making right now, said Damien Fagan, New York Office of Cannabis Management. Our second story. In 2020, cannabis was legal in 19 states, but FBI records show 317,793 people in the US were arrested for possession that year, according to the Growth Op. Here are the details. The number is a 36% drop since the year before. It's the first year that cannabis wasn't the drug associated with the majority of drug possession arrests. Black Americans still make up 38.8% of possession arrests, despite making up just 13.6% of the population. COVID lockdowns in 2020 reduced police contact with the public, and the number of arrests for all drugs fell by 25% on the year before. Catherine Neil Harrison, fellow in drug policy at Rice University, writes that... Policymakers who want to reduce these consequences must find ways to root out arrest practices that unfairly target minority users and pay more attention to who is being referred for treatment. Our third story. Kentucky remains one of only 12 states with no legal cannabis of any kind, but will now allow patients with certain conditions to possess up to 8 grams of cannabis. But with sales having to occur out of state, Cincinnati.com reports that many will find access difficult. Now they're allowing sufferers of 21 conditions to possess cannabis, including cancer, epilepsy, multiple sclerosis, post-traumatic stress disorder, Lou Gehrig's disease, and Parkinson's disease. Unfortunately, for those patients in Kentucky, they must head out of state for legal sales, and currently, Illinois is the only bordering state to permit out-of-state patients. Governor Andy Bashir said those individuals will soon be able to get the help they need without living in fear of being charged with the misdemeanor. Before we get into our final story, here's a reminder, we're releasing extra content at the moment from our recent Business of Cannabis New York event. You'll definitely want to be following this podcast so you don't miss it. 
Our final story. We haven't mentioned her in a while, but Brittany Griner remains in Russia following her nine-year sentencing for bringing a THC vape into the country. Now, she's been moved to a penal colony, according to reports at Reuters. Russian penal colonies put inmates to work 12 to 16 hours a day doing manual tasks such as sewing. Reports from former prisoners and human rights groups describe the harsh and unhygienic conditions. Britney's legal team confirmed the move with lawyer Alexander Boykov, who said in a statement, Britney is doing as well as could be expected and trying to stay strong as she adapts to a new environment. A US State Department spokesperson said, the Russian Federation has still failed to provide any official notification for such a move of a US citizen, which we strongly protest. Those are the stories we're watching today. Join 12,000 others and catch all these stories and more in your inbox every day at 7am with our Cannabis Daily Newsletter. You can sign up now at businessofcannabis.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back with you on Monday for another episode of Cannabis Daily.